0: We had barely driven the car 100 metres when it was obvious that this was a refined piece of equipment. It was the new Hyundai i30. It had a smooth ride and ambience that spoke of comfort and maturity. The i30 is the most critical car for Hyundai in Australia, representing 37% of their total sales. The even more staggering figure is that Australia is a huge market for this car. We take 30% of all the i30s sold in the world. It's not surprising, then, that the local branch of the company wants it to do well. Is the new model just going to do what the old one did, only a little better? At the launch of the new car, we spoke to Scott Grant, Hyundai's chief operating officer in Australia, who has a much broader understanding and vision for this segment of the market. Hyundai's, um, particularly i30, uh, is a strong seller, but it has been seen very much as, I think, a sensible car. This new thing in many areas, design and engine, is really becoming much more design-oriented. Is that a fair comment?
1: Yeah, we're, we're moving the image of the car up and the specifications and the technology and safety packages offers. I think uh, will speak to a different type of customer and certainly move our brand and our product from where it's been. It's heartland, uh, based in value to a value but also a very positive and emotional choice of a really good driving option.
0: Mm. Is that a case of you moving into a new market or is the market moving
1: as well? Well the the, the small car market where this vehicle competes, um, 62% of the volume in that market sell for less than 25000 and we're the majority of that. Uh, that means that there's roughly 40% above 25,000. And we think with this uh, particular product, particularly at the higher end of of the variants that are available, this is a particularly good product. And we think we'll shake up that end of the market and hence introduce a new buyer to Hyundai, arguably, for the first time. Yes, in, in the small market, uh, particularly with I-30, but also in some other products, we over-index in our penetration, if you will, on younger people um, uh, that are value and price conscious, and also older people, arguably um, more retirees and so forth, that are also watching their, their, their money very closely. And and they're the heartland customers of Hyundai, typically. And we think those people will still be able to you know get into this product and enjoy this product. But I think there's a, a majority or, a, or a, a majority of that middle market that perhaps haven't considered Hyundai in the past and the pure product quality in this product I think will open that door. Both
0: large Korean manufacturers make a big effort to show that the suspension of their cars are tuned for Australian conditions. An impetus for this was some very strong criticism that the Hyundai i45 received in 2010 about poor handling ill-suited to our conditions. The latest I-30 has been tested in the outback and on a variety of Australian roads. This fact will undoubtedly be part of the advertising. But not many people are likely to make it onto a dirt outback road, but it is a reassuring feeling for customers to know that it has an inbuilt toughness that reflects all the aspects of our country. But it is the comfort and functional features that are likely to interest and be used by most customers. Standard features on all models are an 8-inch screen and sat-nav. The clarity of the image is wonderful. And, of course, it has Apple and Android smartphone integration, hill start assist, rear-view camera, and tyre pressure monitoring. Go up one level to the Elite model, and the biggest additional thing, I think, is the Smart Sense safety package, which includes blind spot detection, rear cross-traffic alert and some very good features that are only available on the dual-clutch transmission model and not the manual. And the features include automatic emergency braking, lane-keeping assist system and smart cruise control. Leather seats add to the luxury. Go to the higher specification level, the premium, and among other things you get heated and ventilated front seats, a sunroof and a power-assisted driver's seat. There are three engine options, but not all are available in all the configurations. In fact, the range is quite limited. The entry-level 2.0-litre up from one8 liter with a good 120kW is available only in the base model called the Active. You can have it with a 6-speed manual or Hyundai's tried-and-true 6-speed automatic. Prices start from 20950 plus on roads with the automatic costing an additional $2,300. The lack of automatic emergency braking in this base model will mean that it will not get a 5-star safety rating if it is tested after the 2018 changes to ANCAP. Then there is a diesel option with 100 kW and 250 Nm of torque. It comes with a 7-speed dual-clutch transmission, which worked a treat with this engine. The diesel is available in the base active model and is the only non-sporty i30 in the mid-range elite and the the top-of-the-range premium specification, which is a little surprising as the diesel engine made up only 10-15% of the old model sales. Prices for the diesel start from $23,450 for a manual, add $2,500 for the 7-speed dual-clutch gearbox, an additional 3000 to go up to an Elite model, only available with that DCT transmission, and a further $5,000 to get to the premium model. Both of these engine variants are linked to a torsion bar suspension. There is a sporty version, the SR. It has a 1.6-litre turbo engine with 150 kilowatts. This is about the same power output of the previous Golf GTI. It sounds good, but does not quite have the -the punch-in-the-back performance that you might expect. The 7-speed dual-clutch transmission gives the impression of a tight close-ratio gearbox that works well with the engine. The car is overall bigger, with a design that makes the nose and the whole body of the car look longer. We spoke last week to Holden's Director of Design about making station wagons look good. And when walking around the new i30 and speaking to Thomas Berkler, Chief Designer Europe Design Centre for Hyundai, and who headed the design of this latest model, we heard about how he went about a similar task. And that was Thomas berkler the chief designer for the new Hyundai i30. And a longer version of this segment can be heard on our website at drivenmedia.com.au. The tapering is from, comes from the roof, which drops down behind the head of the rear passenger it drops down at the same time the side a glass and c-pillar turns in that whole idea of the sloping back roof was almost the alpha 156 sports wagon right. wasn't it? yes it, yes it got you away from the slab that side an of, amazing car yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah I raced one for a, a little bit but oh. uh, <laughs> the, the point being is that it was a sports wagon mm-hmm. it wasn't just a family wagon yes yes definitely um, the inspiration we have some designers some Italian designers from all countries in Europe and of course this this Italian flavor we want to to incorporate in our design Mm. yes you don't want it to be too busy though yes so we we don't want to decorate the car this is not our intention we want to create the real thing yeah, I love that yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah look that's been wonderful I thank you for your time Thomas thank you very much and thank I hope you enjoy your trip here to Australia it's my pleasure to be here Australia's wonderful country wonderful people The uh, landscape is incredible the food is incredible I'm really sad to go home